0: Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast broadcasting to you live. Nope. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast broadcasting to you from emosocialclub.tv. I am Brian.
1: And I'm Lizzie.
0: This is the Emo Social Club. The podcast about emo music and club and and music that is club and
1: yeah club music actually now we're rebranding a little bit
0: we've decided that EDM is going to take off again this is all happening in cycles so our podcast about music that happened in the early two thousands is now going to be about music that happened in the early two thousand and tens
1: yeah so Brian's going to be able to get to talk about Skrillex
0: I'm going to talk about Skrillex on both of these editions of this podcast somehow it all works out. Uh, this episode is with our friends in the band Night Spice, Kevin and Mark. Uh, we we've been friends with these guys for a little while, and we've been a couple of their shows. And now we're like, we need to finally get you on this podcast because we've known you for a long time. Yeah, like, just come it, and hang out and talk.
1: It took a couple of months because we had sent them our like link for them to schedule, and then it was just like you know crazy shit with everyone's schedules. So when it finally popped up on the calendar, I'm like, oh, there it is. It's
0: time. It's finally time. Uh, so yeah, we talk about their their new music? Question mark It's coming out next year? Question mark Exclamation mark! Uh, they got a show on January 20th. Make sure you get tickets to that. It's all over their social media. We'll link all that down below. And uh, before we get into this episode, let's make sure that you are also checking us out on social media at emo social club on Instagram at x emo social club x on Twitter and TikTok. Uh, we got content over there
1: we, we're, yeah we're just being silly gooses
0: you can also check us out over on youtube it's emo social club over there there's a video version of all of our episodes much like this audio it just is a visual medium there's a couple of visual jokes in this episode i'll just say it's worth it's worth going to look at the a little
1: bit just to see something so you to understand what we're talking about
0: yeah uh make sure to like comment and subscribe when you're over on any of those platforms and a five-star rating on your soul on, 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 on and a five-star rating on your podcasting app of choice would also be quite delightful.
1: You know, a little comment, just throw it in there too. If you are on Apple Music, let us know how you feel about it with your words. Yeah. But make sure they're nice.
0: And if you're like, how else can I tell people that this is one of the greatest podcasts I've ever listened to? Well, have we got a little treat for you. Damn. For the second year in a row, we are nominated for the Chicago's Best Music Podcast in the Chicago Reader. Uh, you can find the link to vote for us in all of our our episodes all of our social media everywhere show
1: notes everything we are just
0: dropping that link like it's hot and you should go use it to vote for our podcast uh we want the number one spot last year we were number three we we were the best number three podcast in the city we'd like to be the number one best podcast in the number one spot this year
1: yeah it's a dream we should be able to achieve yeah as long as you go vote
0: as long as you vote we will achieve our dreams and that's the dream that we have for you too All right. right, Well, uh, that's enough about us. Let's go ahead. Let's get into this interview. This is our our conversation with Night Spice.
2: Kevin, Kevin, introduce yourself as Techno Daddy. Yeah. No, that's 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 coming soon. (laughs) You're going to be like, I am the Techno Daddy. That's like that's like some March. We're not even there yet. (laughs) we're, We're there, though, bro. There, you yes. could be there whenever you want to be there. Techno daddy, we're there, <laughs> we're there.
3: So when when I was in a band way back in the day, we there was this there's like this thing called like the cage match. It was on ninety four seven the zone, mm-hmm. like way long ago, and we got retired because we kept winning every day. Like where <laughs> the radio station just stopped, stopped it. They were just like and jvo james van also was like he's like do you have any words for anything and then i just i just like one of the other bands that was like kind of like bitter about us winning so much i just said fuck them on the radio he <laughs> <We> just <laughs> got like completely just, just destroyed yeah so i <laughs> would have had a so panic
1: well. attack
3: i totally forgot i was like i was like on the phone with him and i didn't realize he was actually on the radio so I was right like, what the fuck After, you know
0: like, usually that's why you should, like, take that stuff off air, you record it, and then you play it later, you know, you know so back, like I can yeah. edit.
3: No,
1: listen, back then, they didn't have that wherewithal. Now, they,
3: everything's pre-recorded, yeah, yeah, 100p. Yeah. I was like, you're on the you're on the air? And he's like, yeah, and I was just like, oh, my God, I was joking, like, fuck. <laughs> so I said it, like, three times within the span of 30 seconds. It was so that tough.
1: program director was yeah. running, sprinting into that studio. Yeah, I just know it
0: at least be on like a because like there's a lot of stuff that's like streamed like on air like on tv that's like 10 second delay so if anything like that does yeah. happen they have like a chance to like mute it Radio's out Radio's only
1: five to ten seconds i mean
0: that's all you need if somebody says a uh, drops an f on the phone you know that's i got five I seconds terrible. to ble- meet that
3: i felt so <laughs> terrible our song got removed from rotation and everything it was <laughs> <sucked>. oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a bad day yeah, it, was, it, was, it was it was rough it was i mean whatever it's fine we got we got our 30 days out of it we're fine yeah so
0: <laughs> welcome to the emo social club podcast broadcasting to you from emosocialclub.tv i am brian and
1: i'm lizzie and we're here this evening with our homies and night spice thank you so much for hanging out with us
3: hello hello
0: we did it hello, we got it. you Hello. it's finally We're here,
3: <laughs> You're uh, here. yeah <laughs> We're here.
0: Why don't you, uh, you both introduce yourselves so everybody knows your voices who's listening to this, uh, the audio version of this.
3: Um, my name is Kevin. Um, I sing and play keyboards and play guitar and play
2: bass and write songs at <laughs> Night Spice. My name is Mark and I play drums and then sing a little bit in Night Spice. <laughs> yeah. You guys uh I'm giving you
0: I'm giving you the two sweet right now. The <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: You guys have been doing this for a minute, and I know we've uh we saw you on Raya Fest and we saw you on a bunch of like big uh shows. What was that? Now I'm not forgetting the name of the, the show you did at Cobra Lounge where it was like welcome to Miami or something like that. <laughs> like
3: Oh, that was the holiday show. Yeah. Yeah, that we did uh the faces of Miami. It was like two nights of just me like kind of like throwing throwing darts at a dartboard and seeing what's stuck and that (laughs) stuck around you know like we we just wanted to do something i guess like i don't know we 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 released this like emo cover ep so we wanted to play with a bunch of bands in that genre and like kind of just give ourselves like an excuse to play with a bunch of our friends bands so it was fun
0: that was that was last year right Yeah, it's November. Uh,
3: November 25th and 24th and and 25th, something like that, yeah.
0: We were just talking before about that's a year anniversary of that emo EP that came out, mm so congrats. Yeah, we
3: played a show (laughs) out in the Burbs as like a one-year anniversary, and I like in the middle of our set, I was like, Man, like this would have been a really good show to play a couple of those songs. So we just absolutely <laughs> did not do it at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <it's> like <laughs> we absolutely should have. It was like a you know suburban bar crowd who's like they would have loved you to know, make damn sure. They, mm-hmm. yeah, they would have loved that. So we like, you know, we show up with like our keyboards and our unorthodox band and you know, like random people that aren't, you know, because our 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 stuff is a pretty niche thing. So like if you're just a regular person like who's expecting like a rock show and you see our band, you're like, what? But you know, every time we pull out that take it back Sunday cover, it usually ropes them in. So yeah. <laughs> it's fun.
1: <clears throat> you gotta get the old school emos in with that one little hook and then you got them for a little bit at least.
3: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. There's uh you know we we played a show last year with Emma Rosa. And our original, like, music part of the set was really good, but, like, when we were done, like, right before we were done on our last song, I noticed that we had, uh, we had a, like, a third, or 40, 40-minute 40 set, and we had played only 32 minutes, so I looked at all the guys, and I was like, hey, we got more time, let's play an emo cover and, like, really, like, try to get these people's attention, and it was, it was great, like, it worked, it worked so well, so... And then we just never did it again. <laughs>
2: oh my god, dude! I think the, Kevin, Kevin, I, th- I think the stems are all messed up. I was talking to Teddy about it. I think they yeah, they are, the, especially the, especially them.
3: especially the jersey stem. Like oh like that gosh. that that stem is is just I don't even know what's going on with that file for that <laughs> song. But it's yeah. electron redoing redoing all those emo songs without any guitar or real bass and just like exclusively rewriting them from the ground up on keyboards and like making up new parts was like kind of fun for me but also like kind of a pain in the ass (laughs) because it's like these are very well-known songs and and like i i respect the genre so much that like i i wanted to try to do it my 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 mindset was what if uh these songs were written in the 80s by like depeche mode instead of the bands that wrote them that Hell was like yeah. the kind of like the idea that i had you know like what would they do and i was just like oh everything would be a keyboard there would be no guitars it would be like you know this this would be how it was done and <laughs> i got some really weird messages about it some some people absolutely hated what we did with some of the songs and, <laughs> and other people thought it was really interesting so but i don't know i don't we're going to do it again i, I just recorded a ly biscuit cover so we're oh doing goes new metal. we new doing synth, we're doing synco's oh, new metal yeah. next Dude, so
2: <laughs>
0: cool. what so, so
3: cool. yeah and then in August with the creed tour we're doing synth goes creed Creed's gonna be sick. What? Stop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Brian's front and center right now
3: I'm ready to go <laughs> I like you know what, what really got me into your podcast was um you know creed. like well, the the one episode that I really really was like I can't believe they're doing this because I just, it was the hinder one. Yeah. Are we, to you know, believe I, we were doing that either. <laughs> yeah. Like I was just like, this is so cool. They're really brand like. like that was the, 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 podcast that made me, or made me go like, all right, I can, I can reach out to these guys and maybe get something. Maybe we could do it, you know, cause it, we're not exactly, we get compared to emo bands and stuff like that. Like, people say I sound like census failed singer. I don't
2: really hear that at all. You do not but, like, sound like buddy. Oh. I don't <laughs> think so. You do not sound like buddy. Yeah, I get
3: messages gone. about that all the time. Yeah.
2: Like, it's so
3: weird. I'm like, really? Even David Bradley from Memorosa. We got on stage and he's like, you sound like like, Buddy meets uh, George Michael. And I was just like, what? Like It was, it was wild. <laughs> but, I mean, I'll take it, whatever. That's like two dope singers, so whatever.
0: That's very interesting, too. <laughs> yeah,
3: especially in like, I think, Mark, the song Plums, our song Plums, Yeah, there's like this like, second verse part that's like kind of like inspired by like emo music and like vocals and stuff that's the part that everybody says i sound like the census fail guy
2: okay you still don't sound like him
3: (laughs) yeah thank you yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. don't worry
1: mark's here to keep you humble
0: yeah well there's a lot of times where people like just listen to this music and they go oh it sounds exactly like this but then i think when you're writing it and you're in you're, you're like behind the scenes of it all it's very hard to tell like what am i actually trying to I'm trying to sound like me, but then everyone else is like, well, yeah. I know this other band first, so I'm going to say you sound like them. And it's like, I I don't, though. <laughs> like, I don't think I do. Yeah, I, have,
3: I, have, I have no idea what I sound like. I, like, hear myself singing sometimes, and I'm like, oh, gross. <laughs> get out of here. You know, like, I was like, I did that? Like, no, stop <laughs> it. And they're like, like, I'll go into the studio thinking that, like, I had this, like, idea in my head that, like, sounds, like, so cool. And then I track it, and I'm like... All right. Oh no! All right. So whatever it it is, what it is. If they want to say I sound like, like, like the Papa Roach lead singer, um...
1: Jacoby Shaddix. Jacoby.
3: Yeah, yeah. We were he he played. They played at the club that I work at, and um, back in July, and he like. So we had posters for our album release show up on the walls, and he he saw our poster on the wall. And he, like, QR-coded the the, the Spotify. So hmm. when I'm, like, walking around backstage, he's listening to one of my band's songs. Hmm. And I was just like, what is, you know, like, I thought it was, like, <laughs> the coolest thing in the world. And, uh, and I was just like, hey, how did you hear this band? He's like, oh, a poster in the, the bathroom. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I was, <laughs> I was just, you know, but he, he was just like, he said we sounded like 30 Seconds of Mars. And I was just like, what? So... And I guess Whatever. the synths, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the
1: synths will like throw anybody off, I feel. That's
3: like uh, yeah. Not
1: like a bad way, but you, they'll like closely compare what they think it's, is it's similar. It's the, the
0: biggest synth bands. Absolutely. Be like, okay, 30 Seconds to Mars, that's the one then. It's like, there's...
3: Yeah. Yeah, be like, I put oh, could that be on flyer <laughs> that we pass out. It says now that we sound like 30 Seconds to Mars. So <laughs> no, we don't. So You can just but put... says it. So. Yeah, yeah, you just, Jacoby just put Shad, Jacoby Shad Shaddix approved.
1: Yeah, That's it. You don't need anything else. <laughs>
3: He was, like, the sweetest dude ever, so I I, I just took it.
2: He literally is one of the nicest guys ever. Yeah,
3: anything that he said, I was just like, dude, oh, thank you. Like, it was just, I couldn't, I could not believe how, like, unbelievably kind and friendly that guy was. It was unbelievable.
0: It's what everyone's saying now, and I'm like, God, I really hope that he never hears our critique of that falling in reverse cover of of Last Resort, and I hope that he's like, because I imagine that he's just kind of guy who's just like, yeah, whatever, man, like, You know, you can like what you like. You don't have to like what you don't like. And I'd be like, "Yeah, but it's really bad, man. Like, it's really
3: bad." And he'd be
2: like,
3: (laughs) like, "Okay, I I get it." I honestly, I've I've never listened to it. You're so so, lucky. um,
2: It's one of my. I'm
3: gonna keep my opinion to myself. Oh. Last Resort is one of my is one of my all time favorite songs ever. From when I was like younger, just because the guitar riff, like. I always thought the guitar riff sounded like Iron Maiden meets a new metal band, like in the, in the verse, you know? So like, yeah. I don't, I don't know why that, 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 like, that song is like how I started like playing guitar essentially when that came out. So like that, that guitar riff, like is is so like seminal to me. It's so important to me, like noodling around and trying to find like, you know, that Ozfest stuff for me was like, that was it until 2000, like, Two and Glassjaw, the U's played, and yeah I kind of just was just like, "What is this?" Yeah,
0: so. <laughs> that was exactly or that the song.
3: the Apex Theory. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Yep. band, but yep. all all time mind blowing band at, at one of the Ozfests. So.
2: <laughs> okay, hey, hold on, I'm probably totally wrong, but is Apex Theory the band that did Randy Orton's theme song?
3: No. Okay. No, Apex Theory is the lead sing the lead singer of the apex the lead singer of the apex area used to be the drummer of alien half arm
2: there you go
3: interesting so there you go okay yeah they're like extremely cool band that released like one record called topsy-turvy in like 2002 and then just turned into a band called mount helium who was equally as awesome but then never did really anything with it
0: yeah so the the interesting thing now is that all those bands are like reuniting for like a tour or a few shows and i love it it's like it doesn't matter how many you did
2: people need money man
0: (laughs) i guess but and
2: then you don't make any anyways yeah yeah (laughs) i
0: I, like part of me is like how do you if you release like one record and you you are not a, a a household name in the same way that a lot of these bands were i just saw from autumn to ashes is doing some reunion shows and i'm like well okay that that was a huge name back in the day are they gonna sell? They'll sell tickets. They'll sell. They'll sell out the shows. But it's like, when is there gonna be a band that's like, just you? You never were a big enough name to be like, we're coming back, we're doing this, and we're gonna sell it out. Uh oh, no one's buying. No one's buying tickets.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like,
2: that yeah, some bands out there.
3: Uh, there's gotta there's be a, I, I just, I just think that stuff's funny, you know. Like, but like, hey, you know, it depends on it depends on the band. Like, if you're some bands go back on tour and do this because they absolutely need to but some bands go back on tour and try to book the tour because you know the industry was different back then you know you could sell you could be a band who is released a record in 2002 and a flop album would be like 70 80,000 sales mm-hmm. to to where now that's like whoa that's really good <laughs> you know but like <laughs> back then numbers. it's like and it's different too cuz like you know people that are in their like early you know, people that still carried on to CDs and stuff like that, they'll go see a band like that. You know, they'll go see a band like Trust Company randomly, well, at least once. I would know, go see Trust you know, Company. Or, 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 um, yeah.
2: fun, fun example, uh, when Acceptance came back.
3: Mm. When Absolutely. They
2: that, when they played that Metro show, I had some of my buddies who were like, man, you think they'll be able to fill that room? And I, I was like, oh, please. I was like, they'll sell <laughs> that thing out in seconds. And they did. It was great. Yeah, Acceptance is awesome, though. That's one of my favorite bands. So,
3: absolutely, Phantoms. Whoo! Forget, forget, yep. forget about yeah. it. Yeah. Forget about it. Forget about it. Phantoms is that's it. That's, that's the one. Of one.
2: The best <laughs> ever, dude.
3: Absolutely. I do think there's... I wasn't saw. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say I saw Acceptance' their first Chicago show. They played with Yellow Card, Uh dude. right when they released Black Lines of Battlefields, and the singer. From Acceptance did the farthest stage dive I've ever seen in my life. I thought the dude was on wires. I, I oh, my there. God. Yeah. Like, oh, the, God. The, the dude the dude jumped from the stage and almost hit his feet on the soundboat. Like sound <laughs> which is like, I was like, how the hell? Like, did he have a trampoline up there? Because I saw Seven Dust. I saw Seven Dust at Metro. And those dudes had trampolines on stage really? that they were jumping off of. And oh that was, like, God. the coolest thing ever back in the day. What yeah. The hell?
1: Gotta get your cardio. Yeah, seven
3: in. of us used to rock trampolines. So you I'd be like, damn, these guys are getting some hair. And then oh. I'd look on the side of the stage and be like, oh, oh that's
2: cool. what you're doing. Why have we not set up my drum set on a trampoline yet? What like
0: like on, that's man. an actually great idea.
2: Well it's now that, now that you're
3: idea. now that you're the new drummer at Slipknot, you can invest in that. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. So.
2: <laughs> Sign me up, baby. No. Sign me up
3: someone just asked me i didn't even get to talk to him about that but someone just asked me the other day if he was the new drummer of slipknot Wha- <laughs> I like,
1: what? you know like, what? just run with it until what? somebody says out otherwise.
0: of where I, I got out of what we- i don't know
3: it was just i literally was at work <laughs> and some random dude who i don't even know who he is was just like hey i'll see you guys in january and i was like cool and he's like how are you guys gonna gonna be a band still i was like what do you mean he goes well, you know, like with Mark being the new drummer for Slipknot, and I was just like, "What?" at first of all, I was like, "Who are you, even?" And then he just walked away. It was like really weird, uncomfortable, but it, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. I mean, Unless I'm, yeah. you know, breaking the news. You heard it here first.
2: Damn. You heard it here first, guys. I'm the Damn. drummer is Slipknot.
1: Let's go. Just create a was- false narrative until they either pick you up or they announce who the actual drummer is, and we're huh. all good.
0: To be fair, there have been a lot of people that are already doing that. Yeah. <laughs> there have been a bunch of people that have been like, yeah, I'm just going to tell people I'm the new drummer of Slipknot. And then finally, like, I'm Corey Taylor has
2: to come out. Yeah. Have to let me set
3: up. <laughs> you could do it, bro. You, you can easily play with for Slipknot, dude. Yeah, I know. How are they going to know, <laughs>
0: know? Put on a mask. How are they going to know you're not the yeah, guy? See?
1: They'll never know. It'll
3: be anybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, did the, speaking of masks, did you see the sleep token? Yes, I did. a new mask. Yes, I did. That's really cool. Dude, I, Nick
2: Nocturnal uh literally awarded them every award this year. Of course he did. Good. Of
3: Good. course he did. Yeah. Good. They I think it's all so, the
0: I I love them. I'm a fucking obsessed with Sleep Token. But like me- there's a there's a part of me that is very like like I just go back to like Anthony Fantano's review where he's just like, I hated this. This is not for me. But he's like is a metal <laughs> fan and he like he just I might just not like that sort of you know. The, the Bad Omens type, yeah. the Spirit Box type, like all that that sort of vibe. The batty Core, as it's been on Twitter in the recent days. Uh, we'll let yeah. that slide. Uh
1: baddy Core has been a thing for the like last like year and a half.
3: Everybody everybody that hates on Sleep Token is just a jealous hater. Because that band rules. And I will accept no um, slander.
2: I will say this. Uh, <laughs> I was having a conversation with, with one of my other band members in a different band that I'm in. And we were talking about how perfect albums just don't really exist anymore mm. because bands don't really have the notion of writing an album like they used to you know so many bands are doing singles and eps and this and that and the next thing and like you know we were talking about 10 out of 10 records for me Seosin, the white album the beatle record mm. 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 easily easily john mayer continuum Probably the the only record that I would give an 11 out of 10. I know, (laughs) Kevin, Kevin give me the thing. But, like, there are just records out there that, you know, just are perfect to me. And I just – I feel like everybody agrees with me that there just aren't perfect records anymore. But the closest record to being a perfect record in the last maybe, I don't know, five, six, seven years um, is definitely Take Me to Eat It. Yeah. It just – it's I would like, not say it's, it's perfect, nine, but I would agree. Yeah. Eight or nine out of ten. Nine, for sure. nine, nine point nine point seven You know, Kevin, what do you guys say? <laughs> I was <laughs> about to say, this is, is getting better. contentious. Sun, sun is get out of here.
0: Sundowning is sun sun better. Sundowning is better. Sundowning is better. <laughs> Turn
3: your
2: camera off. For cool. sure. <laughs> what? So, yeah. So, it's better. No, it's, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. It's the best. It's still their best. I think it's still their best album. Well, this is what I love about being a human because I'm right and you're wrong. <laughs> oh,
0: this is the conversation I don't want to have with Jacoby about music. It's like I don't want to oh, offend man. you because I want no, to be he, the he nice is guy. He's so
3: cool, I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, he would love it. Cool guy. I'm gonna send him this link after this. <laughs> Good fuck. Oh, damn! You're gonna have that conversation. Oh no! Fuck. Yeah, I will. I I like need like to said, man. get
2: him on the
0: video. <laughs> I need to have these contentious conversations with people who I don't know as personally and just be like, listen, man, this thing. I don't like it. I don't think it's good. Your thoughts?
3: That's no. You know what? That's that's the best. That's the best kind of feedback. Is is, is if like if someone came up to me and was just like, "Hey, man, I understand. It. I I appreciate you as a musician. I appreciate what you do. I know that what you do is good. You're good at what you do. But I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, let's talk about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like that. So yeah. well, there's
1: been a lot of like this. This happens every so often on like Twitter, but. Talking about like music criticism and how people get really upset when music critics are critical of an album or an artist for whatever the reason. And it's like, no, I'm not saying yeah. they suck. Pitchfork, different story. We're going to exclude them from this conversation <laughs> entirely. But they'll say like, this maybe wasn't <laughs> the best, or maybe this didn't hit as well as like something else. And people are like, I can't believe that they just trashed on this artist. It's like, no, like, this is like what critical analysis literally is like, it's okay. Not to give everything Absolutely. a 10 out of 10. We're allowed Absolutely. to
2: have, opi- we're allowed to have opinions. Like yeah. every dude, not every. Okay. I'm hey, Kevin's already said, it, I'm a weird guy.
1: I'm, I'm, <laughs> I mean, he's a new drummer for slipknot. Prob- yeah. Come on.
2: <laughs> I'm probably one of the most misunderstood people on the face. of the planet. Same here. Same here. Like, bro. like, Same yeah, here. no, dude, you're not wrong. And, yeah. uh, and we're allowed to have opinions like we're allowed to feel a certain way about certain things and it's just you know i i've as i've grown i've started to appreciate the different cultures and just dude when you walk around and you see a person sometimes i'll be like huh i wonder what's going on in their brain i wonder what they like i wonder what you know i wonder what they like to do on their on their free time like and it's definitely not what i like to do but you know what i mean like maybe it is. There's just so many people that have so many different opinions and feelings on things and none of us are the same man. We're just yeah. not.
3: No, absolutely not. And that's awesome. That's why subjectivity is so mm-hmm. amazing, you know, mm-hmm. so because if everything was liked by everybody, there would be no boundaries pushed, there would be nothing no envelope, you know, like it's just it would just be McDonald's everywhere. <laughs> yep. So McDonald's the Marvel, rock. The MCU it would just be flat MCU. Now, listen, Sorry, I'm You would actually a like big bring. Fan in- of I'm MCU. not a Marvel.
1: Yeah, I'm not either. Well, listen, we'll just bring cool. back the rock and roll McDonald's through it all. At the end of the day, there
3: you go. Yeah. Rock and roll <laughs>
1: McDonald's.
3: Uh, I love him. That's my ringtone. <laughs> That's my ringtone for the
1: longest time. Hey everyone, it's another year that the Emo Social Club is nominated for best music Podcast by the Chicago Reader. And we would love it if starting on Wednesday, December 13th, you go over to their site and vote for us. We have had like a really eventful year, especially the last few months, and it would mean the world to us if you could tell people that you think that we are the best podcast. To vote, you can go to chicagoreader.com slash best of Chicago and just scroll through there and look for music and nightlife and find us under best music podcast. Voting starts on December 13th at noon Central Time and runs till midnight on January 14th. Thank you again so much to everybody who listens to us and who supported us over the last few years of us getting up and running and getting our shit together. We have so much more planned for 2024 and we would love if we could be number one. So <laughs> when is Night Spice eventually going to do their cover of young and menace by fallout boy and other contentious no
0: no don't do that um, <laughs> um don't hurt um, your cred don't hurt your don't I hurt will, everyone
3: <laughs> i will be 100 honest um I have this, this go ahead oh. this might this might hurt this might hurt
1: no i hear you from brian all the time oh, doesn't hurt
3: <laughs> i am uh, i i don't like i don't really know that many fallout boy songs because i don't really listen to them that much but the newest single that they released like last year mm-hmm. was probably my favorite fallout boy song that i ever heard
2: hmm. told me like I a grudge
3: it. I... no it was like the one that's oh like, the first uh... one oh my god
1: my love yeah, from yeah. love from the other side yeah like
3: that, that song was wonderful um but like i just there's i don't know i just can't i've never once really gotten that into that band like i just i
2: i don't know fun fun fact two of my best friends to ever exist like ever one of them actually one of them plays the night spice christian and then uh uh my other boy mike uh they play for a fallout boy tribute band and (laughs) and it'll it'll tell those boys how much i love them as people because fun fact forgive me i'm gonna get roasted for this but i hate fallout boy <laughs> I, I gotta bleep that leave that I, out no I'll leave i it don't in. like
3: leave it, <laughs> in. I'll leave it in we'll
1: leave it in like,
2: the sannies are gonna come out I for you like online Fall out boy. now here's the thing they do have a few songs that i bang to yeah but just as a as a whole eh, but like, you, know, like, you you can't you
3: can't say you can't say i hate fallout boy and then okay, be like but well, cool. they got a couple songs. You can be like Your Sugar hey. comes
0: on at the bar you're going.
3: Yeah, like you know just be like hey you know what it's just it's just not for me. I respect what they do. I think they're great. Like you're trying to tell me right now Mark if okay, I, if kind, I hold on, hold on. check this out cuz this is this is the ultimate test. Hey Mark, uh, if I told you tomorrow, hey dude, I got some VIP tickets to go see Fall Out Boy at Metro. You trying to roll up, you'd be like Fuck yeah, bro. Let's go. I'm there. I'm acting like I like it. I'm wearing a shirt. I don't know, man. He'd be there. He'd be there. He'd be there. He'd be there there singing along. Yeah. Like me at Don Broco with my shirt off. (laughs) 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 He'd be singing along. No, like, like Fallout Boy is just a band that, like, I, I think they're really good. And I think they're, I think their singer's incredible. I really do. Patrick Stump is phenomenal. mm -hmm. He definitely is. Yeah, I think, I think they're incredible. But, like. It's just a band that never caught me like like, like, like those other bands at that same time, you know, like My Chemical Romance or like he said, Acceptance or a even Pagano Disco, baby. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I just all those other bands in that time, like they just always resonated with me, but Fall Out Boy just never did. And I don't know if it was just, I don't know. I don't know if it was because I played in a, in a band that was very similar to them at the same time like, but disconnected from them to where, like, I was more focused on my own lane and doing my own thing that, like, I never, I just didn't care at the time, you know? But, like, um, now that I go back, now that I go back and, like, like, there was a Fallout Boy song that I heard the other day that, like, blew my mind as to how good it was. And I never heard it before. And I, I thought that, like, I was living under a rock, but apparently it was just a not-released song, a B-side. It was called, like, uh... Pavlov? Pavlov. No, it's called like snitches, snitches, oh, snitches, yes. oh, yeah.
1: and talkers, snitches yeah. and walk, get snitches okay. and Walkers. Yes, yeah.
3: and right. that song was incredible. <laughs> and like, I feel like if that song was on the radio for me, they would have been my favorite band. Mm-hmm. You know. So, but yeah, get out of here, Mark. Get out of here, that <laughs> Fallout Boy hate. Get out of here with that. <laughs> he's coming back in. He's hate ready. Any bands. I'm like, I'm like bland as hell. Like, I don't have a hatred for anything. Yeah. Like, really. I don't. I'll be like, eh, but I, I can always find something that I really like.
0: Yeah, I don't see the point in hating. I, I I think it's better when you're just like, yeah, I only like a couple songs. I'm not really into the whole thing. I absolutely right, though fine. understand why right. someone would not the? like Fall Out Boy. One hundred percent understand it.
2: I retract my statement. All right. I retract yeah, you were just being
3: bold. You're being bold for to say. You're trying to be spicy, yeah. dude. Mild it I'm up. Spicy. Okay. <laughs> mild I'm your I'm takes.
2: I do like my. I do like mild <laughs> But but I do also have another uh, uh, one of these babies right here. Oh yeah, Ooh. our homies and soothsayer, we uh, love that. Yeah. Um, Fallout Boy, they write some good stuff. It's just not for me. How about that? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That works. That's nice. Like, very nice. They write some good stuff. It's not for me.
0: There's some songs that I listen to by them that, on like the records I like the good records the records of note and I'm like, the fuck are you trying to do there? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> what were you trying to accomplish here, man? Like, I and I, I, Patrick Stump is a phenomenal vocalist. Hell yeah! Uh, uh, Joe Troman is a great guitarist, and 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 Andy's a great drummer. It's just like I think Pete <laughs> is a marketer, and then it's like, but you have to still make the music, and there's definitely like Heaven. this like missing. There's like one fourth of it that's missing sometimes, and that's the part that's writing the lyrics and writing the bass parts. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well. Yeah, there's some very weird lyrical things it. where I'm like, why just simple, Pete, bring that does down?
1: Does Pete write the lyrics? Yes. Him and Patrick some too. But listen, if you ever wrote Pete Wentz's book, no, great. No, no. You
0: shouldn't have you to do it. This understand. is some MCU bullshit. This is some MCU bullshit. Oh, I didn't see the TV show, so I don't understand the movie. It's a book mm-hmm. for a band? Oh, I'm supposed mm-hmm. to read the no, music? No, it's fictional about Pete Wentz's oh. life. It's a fictional. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: it's, it's, it's a fucking trip. I will tell you that
3: i'm not i'm gonna dive into uh, about, that about, if, it, if he's this? got a book i'm gonna read it
2: how about this if we got an offer to play with hollow boy i would play it duh you illegally <laughs> duh. have to yeah. i feel like you'd be like well duh why
3: yeah no duh. one's saying no to you that can, yeah you
2: just, he, kevin's just like yeah mark you're i awesome. wouldn't let you play
3: the show after what you said though i'd find somebody else that night ah.
1: damn he'd find the <laughs> other drummer there. of slipknot
2: and say come yeah. over here i know you
3: need a Jay Weinberg good. is showing up now Mark's like a, Mark, secretly don't tell any, like, I mean, don't tell anybody and we're recording a podcast. Yeah. But we're um, going to cut this out. Mark's, Mark's Mark's a butt rock guy. Hell but, yeah, Brittany. Uh, really. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, he, that's fine. Like, you know, Hell yeah, Brittany. Which is like, which is like, you know, cool. Bad, I like, Bad, like w-
2: Bad Wolves is like one of my favorite bands ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, of like,
3: raising I like eyebrow. three butt rock songs, maybe name them like crossfade so cold fucking cold. yeah that song's so tight Fucking so good That song's so tight yes see limp
2: biscuit's like one of my favorite bands ever yeah
3: but limp biscuit is not a butt rock band bro don't even st-
0: this is where the divide has to come in because you have to determine is. Is. is it new metal or butt rock because butt rock is Ooh. like is it it's it's in its very specific yeah. zone but new metal is like kind of like similar zonage it's just that well it's maybe like limp the, biscuit is more rap are rock, you a divorced rap dad
1: rock. rocking out to are, it is what it comes down
2: to
0: are so divorced
2: i'm okay. um, opinion here but we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna drop we're gonna drop some knowledge here that's gonna get me uh kicked out of every band ever but <laughs> damn canceled love, mark i love pop country it's my it's like probably my, my favorite genre pop country pop country, pop, pop country. I you're mean, talking, like, I feel talking. like
1: a lot of people like it. And I feel like Country too has, like, adopted a lot of, like, hard rock and butt rock aspects of it, Hell too. Yeah, really. So I feel like I it was it. only a natural progression. It's a,
3: yeah. Love it. The I only country it. that's allowed over here is Bad Country, bro. <laughs> Let's <go>. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, yeah,
2: that's a great song. A great song. Fuck yeah. Great. That dude, that record, City of Evil, is just. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's something else. Absolutely. That record
0: is incredible. Avenge Sevenfold really fucked up their.
2: That's
3: my shit. That's my shit. They really fucked up their legacy.
0: I'll say it.
2: RIP the rev. Oh, yeah. It was really the rev. Come here, Pop. Wait, wait, no.
3: Dog Cam. (laughs) Gotta
0: get the dog on the screen. Hello.
3: Hello, doggy.
0: (laughs) This is what we end up doing on this pod all the time. We never like talk about your band. We're just like, what are these other bands that we absolutely love? And then why do we hate them? My we'll like, band is like the most uninteresting bag. band in the world, so it's fine. Whatever, who cares?
3: We're just always we, like we do killing, we killing our keyboards, idols. <laughs> keyboard rock, keyboard I drum rock really too hard. Hey, get out of there! You know what's funny is like some. Recently, I and I know that the back to the Fall Out Boy thing, but like recently, I compared the Pete Wentz, uh, Patrick Stump dynamic to me and him because live on. At shows, I'm like more reserved and chill, and like he's like obnoxiously loud and and I write everything, but like he is behind me just being ridiculous. Like you know, so it's almost like the Fallout Boy dynamic to where Patrick's like just chill and blah blah blah, and then Pete's like doing being his little a menace to society. He cool is, <laughs> you know. So, but it's cool. It, it always works for them because like you know, Pete Pete. I mean Pete Wentz being I I. I new Fallout Boy exclusively because of the stuff that that dude would do mm-hmm. and like how outspoken and how like, like, how amazing he was at marketing himself, you know. So, like, but I was more of an as guy back then, true, you could say too. So, but
0: actually, to be fair, at the time, I was I hated every band that was from the suburbs because I was like, why is my band not more famous? And I was like, and then I was like realizing because we were absolutely sucked and we didn't play any shows. What and band like, were you in back then? Uh. <sighs> good question drop uh, it no i think it was more <laughs> tell us our band tell never us. did anything Brian. no i remember because i was I, I actually just hated them because i was like we we had this band october fall that played at our high school one of the a couple of the guys Dude, were october in
3: it. fall opened for my band at metro twice <laughs> and they got they got signed mm-hmm. and like like the, the what's the bass player's name jack uh
2: jack.
0: yes well, well, yeah. yeah, he was in it for Jack a little while.
2: Panic at the Disco for a little
0: bit. So Jack, yeah. Jack Tor managed Panic at the Disco. He didn't oh, play with them, okay. and then he played with Cute is What We Aim For uh, for a yeah, little while. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's in the video it for Curse of Curves. And also, I, I like—I have run into him recently, and I don't think he appreciates any of that conversation about him. And I'm like, well, too bad, Ooh. man. You're part of the—you're part of the legacy, man. Yeah, in that video, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. What a what
3: a guy. He uh, can't talk about I loved your past, a- man. I loved October Fall, but October Fall was like, was the singer's name Pat, Pat DeAndre? Uh, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was great. I, I always liked those guys, so I wanted them to really succeed, but then their band broke up, and I was like, oh.
0: I was so spiteful about them because I was like, they're guys in my high school, and I'm like, nah, fuck you. I should be famous. I should be popular. I should be doing all this shit. And then they were those like friends with Fall Out Boy. So I'm like, it's their fault too. And then they were friends with Academy. And I'm like, and it's their fault too. All of these guys are the reason that I'm not doing nothing. And then it took me a while to like come back around and go, oh, wait, these bands are actually really good. Except I never liked October Fall and I didn't like the dudes in it until eventually I started dating a girl who was friends with Pat. And went to his place. This is when he was doing uh, another project called Archie Star after October Fall broke yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm over at his yeah. house, and he's just like being very like, "Yeah, hey, you need anything? Like, I I got all this stuff. Like, let's play a drinking game. I got plenty of beers. Grab whatever you want." And it's like, "Yeah, hey, I made some food. Like, eat." And like, we're just like four of us hanging out. I'm like, "Fuck, man, are you like the nicest guy I've ever met? Oh my this God. sucks,
3: dude. It's the worst. It's the worst feeling in the world. It's like, like I hated your band, man. You someone." <laughs> yeah and then they're like the and they end up being dude. awesome yeah and i'm like god yeah. i was such an idiot i'm so, so sorry it's like my man. number one like like, <laughs> like my number one fear in life growing up was like if i meet chino from deftones and he's a dick i'm gonna mm-hmm. kill myself like mm-hmm. that, that's how i felt but, but then like i would go and meet godsmack singer sully who i absolutely it's the only band in the world that i can't stand is godsmack and <laughs> um and i i met him at a place and he was like extremely nice too and i was just like fuck, but now I love Godsmack. Like, I Stand Alone is my jam. You know? ah, <laughs> stand Alone. I, I'm, oh, cha- no. I'm, a changed, I'm a changed man. A did change, you know that? Man. Did you guys know this is, what changed my opinion on Godsmack was their drummer, Shannon Larkin, was the drummer who played drums on Worship and Tribute by Glassjaw, which is one of my favorite records of all time. I think I did know that. So it's like, damn. So it's like, damn, like someone from Godsmack was capable of crushing it on that level i gotta check them out and then i went back (laughs) and now i'm just like i gotta i got like the moon tattoo on my god you cannot
1: oh my god
3: hell yeah brother hell yeah god smack bro i'm ready now fuck i
1: just remember the first time i ever listened to god smack i had like direct tv at like my great-grandparents house and i was like listening to given up by lincoln park and one of my aunties came in the room. She's like, are you listening to fucking smack?" And I said, I don't know who that is. So then I looked it, it up on. and the only one that was there was crying like a bitch. And, I, like a bitch. and yes. I was like probably 12 years old. And I'm like,
2: yeah, I, I get it.
1: But this is not it for me. I'm going to go back to Linkin Park now.
3: Whenever I have a really bad day at work, I, I drive home and listen to the song called Sick of Life. <laughs> and That's I, I blast it and scream. Yeah. Like, like, and actually there's a. A Papa Roach song called Take Me where he says, if anyone around you feels the same, put your fist up and vent your pain. And that's like that's like my drive home <laughs> and when I'm broken jamming.
2: So, Sitting in you know, a stoplight just I, throwing your I, hand I, up. I also have an unbroken jam, I won't lie. And it is, uh, I'm pretty sure it's called Face Off by Seven Dust.
3: Dude, yeah. Face to face.
2: Face to face, that's yeah. what it's yeah. called. That's, that's a ripper, sounds- dude. That's that's dude, all season. That's-, that's the last track on seasons. Yeah. That's a jam, dude. Dude, you know me. I'm not gonna go into it, but think about you that song. Can't stop fucking with my head.
3: Yeah, that song. <laughs> That's a ripping jam, dude. Seasons is underrated. It on, on, I just posted on Facebook like a month ago that Seasons is the best new metal record of all yep. time. So
2: that, that song is my I want to fight the world jam.
3: <laughs> Hell yeah. That, yeah! that band is I'm going, I'm really to see underrated. To next next week. Damn, What's that so- Static X. No seven dust. They're doing seasons front to back in Bloomington. What it's a Castle uh, what Theater? Day, what day Next is? Thursday. Next Thursday. Damn, Mark's hopping in the car now? with you? Going- Are we all right now?
2: I love <laughs> seven Wendi. dust.
3: Our new song. We have a new song that is coming out called "All or Nothing," and the verse is extremely syncopated and reminds me of Seven Dust. Hell yeah! It's cool. So, and, I, and it's on all key. And it's on keyboards. It's like Seven Dust on keyboards. So it's- <laughs> see, see,
2: see, te- techno Tuesday comes. Come. Techno Tuesday comes close, but I haven't heard the vocals for that one yet. So I'd have to say All or Nothing's my favorite out of this new batch of songs that we just did.
1: When When can we awesome. expect that to be released to the public?
3: Uh, the, the same day. I, the same day I go see Seven Dust, which is next. <laughs> Damn! Look at that. It uh, all comes together. Next, next, we're looking like the twenty eighth or the fourth of January. i like we trying to do like
2: one, one week? trying to do one?
3: We're releasing eleven songs one every one song every two weeks. Two so weeks. Okay. Yeah, so it's gonna be a new song for twenty two weeks. Jeez. Hell yeah.
1: And that'll well, make your new album, I assume then, right? Yes. Okay. Yes.
3: Yeah, because like this is this is the deal. This is the deal with Night Spice is like I write songs like like I'm getting paid to do it. And I'm not <laughs> <laughs> just in <the> so, <laughs> no, hold on.
2: So, I write coming from an outsider, I, real quick i i watched this dude and he literally just has this stuff in his head and he'll like mouth something out it's the weirdest thing ever but some musicians like literally will just be sitting there and 10 seconds later they have a song written and you're like what what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> like and i'll watch it happen with him and he's going to explain it a little more but i wanted i wanted it to come for me before he talked about it this dude just has music just playing in his head all day long and it some sometimes it sticks and then other times you know it doesn't but when it sticks man he goes he'll go home that night and he'll just start tracking it out crazy yeah it's a
3: lot easier to do because that's all like on keyboards and digital synths and stuff like that so like but yeah i'll I'll come up with a full song in my brain and then i'll hit a computer and then 10 minutes later i'll have the complete song done like i just immediately track it and Move things around and stuff, but I will write full songs in my in my head. Like I'll come up with like because I'm a weirdo, and you know I, <laughs> I I sleep to a metronome essentially, so like I know what BPM, what things are. It's it's just like it's it's extremely extremely weird, <laughs> you know. So, from what other people say, but like you know, it's just it's just how I've I used to be in a band. I I used to be in multiple bands where like it was like guitar heavy or like you know other stuff and then like when this project came around during covid like i was just like i want to do i like depeche mode i like you know nine inch nails i have george michael's face literally tattooed on me like you know (laughs) like i i like i like stuff like that like why have i never played in a band that i that i like (laughs) (laughs) like like, you know not that i like but like i really love you know like Mm -hmm. why am i not playing keyboards like i love keyboards i love synths why am i not doing this why am i playing fucking guitars and shit like that's it, it is what it is but i just got really bored during covid and i said fuck it i'm gonna do this and i did and i mean like i in my in my dropbox i have what 670 songs right now that are just done what you know,
1: like that's
2: insane yeah
3: it it's, oh it's, yeah it's like well, a it's, song a song a day
2: if, 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 if at, at the bare minimum so you know well it's funny because like i knew kevin from inept like back when we were playing in pop mm. punk bands man like it, like that's just wild. like that's just wild like it's crazy <laughs> and then you know fast forward to l famous you know opening for like one of my favorite bands ever poison the well like you know what i mean like uh it it's it's just funny because, you know, he said COVID, right? He He's writing songs. I'll tell you what I was doing during COVID. I was drinking, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I wasn't doing anything good. And it's crazy because, you know, Kevin hit me up and he said, hey, man, want to hear some stuff I've been working on? And I was like, yeah, I would love to. He sent it over. He's like, do you like it? And I was like, yeah, it's super cool. He's like, well, I'm thinking about going out and playing it live. He's like, would you have any interest in, you know, Jamming on some drums, and I was like, "Yeah!" And he was like, "Dude, you're in!" And I was like, "Okay." And it's crazy because at the time, I really needed it. Like, like Kevin and I haven't really talked about this, so this is something that you know we're I'm just kind of saying right now. But like, <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, "Oh," well, it's just like, I, 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 I needed it. Like the fact that he hit me up, you know, to to, you know, beat the beat the drums, you know, for his brainchild uh, is really cool and. You know i'm in another band that does some cool stuff but at the time we just we were writing but we just weren't doing much you know like we weren't back to touring like we weren't we're not from the same area so we don't play shows if we're not touring uh so you know when kevin hit me up he hit me up he hit me up at the right time because uh i don't know where i'd be like without having that project to you know rely on for for a creative outlet you know like i i've I've recorded not the okay forget about the emo stuff but besides <laughs> the forget the emo stuff but besides those I've recorded drums for every Spy song that's not instrumental you know like I'm the one in the studio like tracking these parts I'm the one who goes ah, I don't like that bill or this or that so he gave me a creative outlet and uh it was cool because I'd watch him just continuously write and write and he, the comic book and then hey I've got an idea for this show I've got an idea for this show hey like we're gonna play Spring Awakening we're gonna play Summerfest we're <laughs> gonna play Riot Fest. we're gonna do you know I manifest a all
3: that shit like kids. all that shit is manifested like it wasn't it's crazy and he it's like I want to do this we're gonna do this this year uh-huh. and then I just bothered the shit out of everybody <laughs> until it got done yeah <laughs> so- <Yep. laughs> <what> <laughs> <laughs> even me like we're gonna fucking I said last year I said right right around the time that we released the synth goes emo shit I was like we're gonna headline Metro next year and then like, and I was like boom boom <laughs> boom did it had to do it yeah. and I told everybody we're gonna do Thalia like I don't I don't see it it's, that's a that's a whole another nightmare in itself because it's just like you the problem with, with with this band is that because of the fact that we're such a niche thing when I set up these events and set up this shit, it's almost like I'm setting myself up to fail. Like there's going to be a time where we try to do something and it does not succeed, <laughs> but it's not fucking today. We will succeed. right yeah, now. We will yeah. get there. We will do it. But yeah, back to Mark. Hey, I appreciate hearing that shit. That's so I'm glad that I was able to help with your resurgence. Cause you went through some super, super stupid shit
2: <laughs> in the past
3: like year and a half. And I'm super proud of you, man. Cause you, Thanks, you, man. You, you you walked your ass through it. You you went through the fucking mud, dude, for sure. Yeah. So
2: it was it was crazy, man. Thanks for being there for me. Gotcha. Now let's cut the sappy shit and let's talk about some cool shit. <laughs> let's, let's let's talk about. Mm, no, nah, I'm not gonna go there. I mean, <laughs> what do you, hold on,
3: hold on. What do you, what do you all want to talk about other than yeah. everything? Else? We should
0: we should Something at least else. promote the show. On yeah, the 20th. we should we
1: should talk about that. So Just a little bit
0: so let's uh let's talk about that january 20th Raina absolutely Um uh, it's not in city yeah, yeah today is not the day city. you fail so how is this show gonna no. succeed
2: we're <laughs> um, gonna come together
3: and pack that room let's go ooh, <laughs> yeah it's exactly we're gonna we're gonna do and maybe, maybe five maybe five i mm-hmm. might add a fifth band because i saw a band last night that i really liked and i was just like i want them to play this show with us and i reached out to them today to see if we could do it so i will not reveal who that is but if you check in case our the no. story right now, you'll you'll see. I who feel it like is I because... saw
1: it and I know, and I've actually interviewed them years ago in my undergraduate when I was at Very cool. my college radio station.
3: Nice. But well, I, I have, have also know.
1: I have also interviewed and talked to all of those bands that was on the lineup for that show last night too, which is funny. <laughs>
3: yeah, no, that that yeah, that was that was a thing. But yeah, January twentieth, um I would say Marina City, Grace of the Wolf, Muted Color. Muted Color is one of my favorite local bands. Um, super, super cool shoegazy stuff. Uh, um, I absolutely love that band. That was like the, the one band that since we started doing this, um, I actually saw them open for Real Friends
1: hmm.
3: back in like, I don't remember when it was, whenever Real Friends like just first got their new singer. Uh, like Action Adventure played too. I don't remember. It, it was them muted color. So I've been like a huge muted color fanboy since, since that show. So that was so loud.
2: I'm, <laughs> I'm, muting, I'm muting myself. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, but um yeah, so us in Marina city, Marina city kills it. Um, Marina city's first show ever actually played with me at my, uh, my old band back in the day. So I've been friends with them for a long time. Um, Love them dearly. So, so stoked to have them on the bill with us. Uh, we It's weird because like we fit with every single one of those bands playing at the same time, but we don't fit with any of them at the same time.
1: I was about uh, to say, when I saw you guys at Bottom Lounge, I one, I was like, this is a really different sound. And I usually don't like mm-hmm. 80s type of music. It just doesn't hit my mm-hmm. ear right. But you had more of this dark wave energy to yourself that I'm yeah. surprised that you guys don't try to venture more into that. Great. So we don't have as big of a music scene for that anymore, mm-hmm. but I'm really shocked that you guys don't dip your toes into that area a little bit more because that I feel like there would be a lot more gate-keep-y.
3: people. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's extremely gatekeeping. Like I would love to dip into it, but the fact that we sometimes yell or the fact that we sometimes have happier songs or it's like extremely frowned upon. I, it just it, I I have I have tried because I love that <laughs> genre of music with all of my the genre heart. of
2: music pigeonholes you man. Mm-hmm. Pigeonhole it's really weird hard because like, you have to play our, that style. Of music. If,
3: if if we play with metal bands, it's really crazy. We play with metal bands and we will play like these like synth songs, and like the metal fans are like, oh hell yeah, this is so new and so different and fresh. Like every single time we play with a metal band, like whether we play with a love Treyu, it. which which like. What the fuck like <laughs> night spice is playing with a trait yeah. who the fuck you know that was like a close my eyes and throw the dart wherever it fucking lands or, you know we, but that show, we, bro. we did and you know we played we played riot fest with the main and 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 midtown and you know the academy is on the same stage as less than jake mm-hmm. like our keyboard band is juliana with all the juliana theory bro juliana theory and it's like insanely It goes every single time we play with a band that's not anywhere close to what we do, it goes over so much better Mm -hmm. for us. It's really, you know, so that's kind of like, and our new release that's coming out is more. The last record that we released had like three or four songs on it that could have been like almost borderline like metal songs, like metalcore rock songs. Uh, The song After Dark, The Virus. The Virus is Hellions. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um those those songs and then the new the new stuff which i will send you a couple previews of the new songs afterwards so you can see what we're saying um we're leaking them leaking it's them no. everywhere
2: more, like i just i i sent, <laughs> we're leaking them leak
3: it that's fine I, I i genuinely don't give a shit so yeah i, yeah, I don't care I, if i sent you, you a song i sent you a song and you put it on youtube i'd be like fuck yeah Oops. i'd be sending a <laughs> you know so I, I don't give a shit um i write like i said i have 600 songs on my Dropbox. Yeah. i don't give a fuck if one of them leaves, it's like, what do you mean i got so... 600
0: more of these motherfuckers i it's
3: don't like, care you about got that bad boys right here <laughs> you know it's funny because like before this 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 set of songs that we're working on right now um normally I, I have songs like completely done and then mark goes and tracks drums but this time around there wasn't vocals for all of them there wasn't like parts so he's like you know, normally bands record drums first, and then they build the song from that, or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. Mark usually tracks last, mm-hmm. and this time around he did not, and he complained about it. <laughs> so well, so it's kinda, I don't know what I don't know what song I'm playing. Right. Oh my god, it's kind of yeah. funny to me. Is you know, like it's it's hilarious, but but yeah, the, the new songs that we're working on. I sent somebody a song, and he replied with. He's like, this sounds like fucking Dragon Force. And I was just like, yo,
1: bro, Hell that's yeah. what, that's
3: what he, I was just like, it was a uh, symphony of the damned, you know, like the, the, oh. the beaten. And, uh, I was just like Dragon Force. And he goes, he's like power metal. He's like, it sounds like a power metal band. And I was just like, and then I said to him the next single and he's like, oh, this sounds like the weekend. And I'm like, and then I said to the next song and he said, this sounds like seven dust. So I'm just like, fuck dude. <laughs> So it's like three songs that are back to back to back on this new release that we're working on sound like Dragon Force, The Weeknd and Seven Dust. But I feel like there's like...
1: been so many like recent artists releasing music that like kind of go like they're a little bit more genre spanning mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it'll be on the same album or EP, but it'll be like three different like styles and varieties. But like it mm-hmm. hits still. Like, I think it's that's still... what
3: people
2: want. Yeah. It's like N- Night Spice has no limits. We, yeah. no we
3: don't. There's no there's no boundaries. Uh, yeah. Um, the only boundaries that we have are the lyrical side of the stories or the songs because I literally have a book that I wrote that I based all the songs off of and I have to go within that lane. That's the only – but music – like what I've always tried to do, especially with newer songs, is if the song's lyrical content is about something aggressive or like in the story, like some sort of climaxy situation – the the vocals and the songs music has to be more aggressive, but if it's more chill, then the music is more chill. So Mm -hmm. it depends on the narrative of what part of the story I'm writing. And this is the out of the 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 book is, you know, around roughly like 400 pages. So where we're at right now is about page 300 to 400. So we're like almost like page 100 to 200 was the first album, 200 to 300 was the second album. So we're like kind of getting towards what, you know, the ending of the story. So now it's getting <laughs> more interesting. This is like the part where, you know, it, it it starts getting a little bit fucking wild. So. So you think
0: that the you know, the give, TV show is going to catch give, up with the manga? Give
2: like a yo, know, give like a few minutes. Like obviously it's going to be hard, but give a few minutes and try and just give like a general like almost like cliff notes on the story. Mm. Cause it's, it's wild, dude. It's wild.
3: Um, okay. So basically this, this, <sighs> ah, this is so difficult. I know, so, <laughs> I know.
0: It's hard to sell it, but people are going to think. So it's what good.
3: happens, what happens is this person wakes up, um, and he wakes up in a digital city and this, he completely has no idea who he is, where he comes from. Um, and every single step along the way, he starts, like, everything that he sees triggers a flashback. And, and basically there is, it's like a, almost like a simulation, but it's not. It's like, you know, and so as he progresses through the story, he slowly turns towards the darker side of things. Because he's given like a choice to either do one thing or the other thing. And what he thinks he's doing is the right thing is actually the wrong thing the whole time and there's like a ton of manipulation and there's a ton of like what's real and what's not and it's 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 crazy Um but if you listen to the lyrics of it it's a little more I don't know it, it's just I can't it's just a like very sci-fi very mm, like futuristic I don't know it's just like you know imagine like Blade Runner meets The Matrix meets Total Recall meets some other wild action (laughs) shit, you know? So like element type shit. Yeah. I think it's like a lot of fun. Basically this character just goes through this city and does a lot of terrible things. And then he realizes that everything that he's doing is what he was sent in there to stop because he finds out that he's in this program and this program was designed to keep him alive because everybody in reality is sick with the disease. Um, and the old, and they're basically put into this program to preserve their brain because in real life, they're all dying and they're, they're like in this like container thing. I don't know. That's kind of like I black mirror a little yeah, bit San with Junipero. that one. In, yeah. Which one? It's like
1: that black mirror episode, San Junipero.
3: I never saw it. Send, um, me, send me it, please. Dude.
0: It was, it was like a uh, award winning cause it was so fucking good. Yeah. It, um, it's dude, about,
2: have you not seen black mirror? Mm-mm. What?
3: You would you would if this is your kind of story, like, like, you your would love shit, it. Yeah.
2: Dude, like It's it on Netflix written all over it.
3: Yeah. Is okay. it like what's it is it like It's, it's like an anthology series. It? It's like oh,
1: different yeah. things that are like technology.
0: Dis- it's about like how technology is technology. affecting technology. lives. Yeah, so and, it's
3: exactly yeah. what, so basically what happens is is this dude go It's in 1987, it's June of 1987. Um and I time that specifically because Uh, in the, in the story, uh, dance with somebody with, by Whitney Houston plays, Mm. it's like the number one song on the radio. And that's right when, right when it released, but anyway, um, it's yeah, this story I wrote, it's, it's very complex, but this dude goes, he puts himself under, um, because everybody that's under the, in, in the, in the program is being, being torn apart by AI and this like virus invades the program. So he puts himself in there to try to remove the AI, but upon arrival to the city, he doesn't realize that like, what doing this would have the impact doing this would have on himself. So the second he arrives in the city, he's completely washed. He doesn't remember who he is. He doesn't remember everything. And then the AI that he's going into the city to fight against manipulates him into joining their side. So he does a ton of terrible shit um, in the program and does more damage to the program than, than he is supposed to be the one to fix it.
1: So So. it's a tale of how AI is terrible.
3: (laughs) It is, it is. And and it was, you know, and it was really, it was written in 2020. Uh, The premise of it was written in 2020. And then it was crazy to see as I'm (laughs) writing this story, like almost a year or two later, the AI, Surge like like it came out of nowhere, you know, like these apps and all this like graphic designing shit and all this stuff. And I'm just like, holy fuck, like I literally just wrote about this and now it's like a, a huge thing. It's like, all right, well, I can't use any. of these programs. <laughs> I'll be the ultimate. <laughs> exactly. Kid, you know? yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's like, but I have my buddy Aaron who's doing all the graphic design. We used um a program called Daz 3D, which is like a character modeling program. And I wanted to do the comic book in a way that like looked digital and real at the same time. Um, so we used this, if you want to check it out, it's Daz, D-A-Z, 3D. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But, um, you know, we used real character models, like like what would look like in a video game or something like that. And I don't know, I'm pumped about it. And, and like real backgrounds, like photo real backgrounds. Mm. So very pumped, very excited to get it out there. I'm hoping for a March release In book one, uh, it's a little unorthodox to what other people think. Like, here's a real, here's a photo of it. If you can see, I'm going to put it in front of the camera. But that is a photo of one of the panels. Yeah. Okay. That looks tight. You know, so that is.
0: For the listener at home, it's tight as hell.
3: (laughs) What did you say? For
0: the listener at home, it's tight as hell. (laughs) In case
1: you're listening to just audio.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So here's like, you know, two more little little pictures of the. You know, a little So it's guys. like realistic, but but not like yeah, but not you know. So I'm I'm proud of it. We'll see what other people think. I like that. That's cool in the background. <laughs> there you go,
1: Margaret. Just like the the cursed Batman.
2: Yeah.
3: Bizarre. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I'm excited to get it out there. We'll see. We'll see if it. That's if you listen to any of the lyrics in our songs, it's literally exclusively the story of the, the comic book. So, but the co- the comic book dives in a little. Like you can only talk about so much stuff in the actual like lyrics of a song. You know what I'm saying? You can't really dive into so much because you have to have choruses and, mm-hmm. and shit like that. Like you know, it's, so it's very difficult to get like really into it in the in the lyrics. But like being able to read the lyrics and the comic book at the same time and be like, oh, that's what this is about. That's what this is based
2: off. That 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 it'll get a lot more fun then it become okay. it becomes something yeah. like you know some bands they just put out music you listen to it and that's about it like with nightspice it's it's a lot more than that so it's cool it's damn ear peace
0: i do realize that i said about Pete Wentz's book, and how I'm not going to watch the TV show so I understand the movie about Pete Wentz's book. But now I am saying, yeah, but for Knife Spice, like, you got to read the book. But you don't you have to. Work for, you don't have to. For that.
3: You don't have to. <laughs> but not pete You don't you know? actually. No, you don't have to. You can listen to our <laughs> no. songs and just be like, whatever their songs up, man. And know? just vibe, just yeah. Vibe yeah. Well, hell yeah. That's a, that's the cool thing about about that stuff is is like you know everybody can if you can relate to what the songs are without any no without any of the fictional because I did that I I purposely did that in some of the songs I went into it writing these songs based off of a very relatable place in in the world because there was a lot of darkness a lot of loneliness during the pandemic and and like refining yourself and like being pushed to the brink of, you know, whether it was depression or, or anything like that, like the character of this story goes through so many emotional ups and downs, and, you know, not understanding that when, you know, what's going to happen in life, because that's where I was mentally, like, I was just like, man, I I, I am I going to even be able to play music again? Are we going to be able to have concerts again? Like getting stuck in the pandemic was just like, ultimate hell for someone like me who you know is like i tell everybody i hate playing music i hate playing the band and but like the the second that was taken away from me i was just like i need to get on the what fucking stage what, again. what's gonna happen what's gonna happen you know everybody's worried about toilet paper and i'm worried yeah. about the songs and shit <laughs> you know? so
1: priorities
3: yeah yeah you know like don't worry <laughs> i had, I, had paper. I wasn't worried about it i just went to i just went to work and just you know, because like we don't have any shows, and I got yeah. a, a big ass closet full of tons of rolls of toilet paper. I just went to work
2: and hoarded it <laughs> there up. There you go. I, yeah. was all I was I was all good. dude.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, back to um, back to January twentieth. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very excited, Thalia Hall. You know, being able to play there and yet yeah, headline there, and and like look, not that many locals get to do that. Like, and that is something that I will. I, 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 wear that almost as a backpack. Like I'm like, you know, whether it's, it's, it's Metro or, or house of blues or whatever, but, any, any venue that we can, that we can go into and try to impress and, and, and get people out and show the promoter or the other people that like local bands can do this and capable. That's a, that's a level of pressure that I can take. Like, so bro, if we can go. What was that? The
2: fact, the fact that, we can go headline some of the coolest venues in the city and bring out hundreds of people. That's not like a normal thing. Mm -hmm. Like it's It's weird. It's very, it's it's, weird. It's, it's, It's I'm so grateful. Yeah. I'm super grateful. But
3: my, my mission for doing all those things is because, you know, I am, I am involved in, on that side of the, the other side of the coin. Like I do this for a living. So, if I can use this platform to get these talent buyers and promoters to allow other bands to do this as well, you know, like like maybe like our show will be the show that's like, oh, these guys did really well. Maybe I could hit up a couple other local bands and see if they could do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm. I want... Because I want, you can be successful as a venue by having local shows. And I've been doing this for almost over 20 years now, whether it was my band Inept or El Famous or whoever, you know, before I worked at Bottom Lounge, I was a, an independent promoter who booked shows at Metro from 2003 to 2008. I did shows. I did like almost 250 shows at House of Blues, including your old band, Goldhouse, Mark, you know, that's how we like, you know, like I've done uh-huh. shows for at yep. all these, at all these venues. And that's how I have a career doing this. So like, if I can convince Thalia Hall to do, you know, like not, I'm not saying they even need convincing, but I'm just saying I don't really see too many local shows at some of these places anymore. You know, like Metro does local shows here and there. And like, they opened the doors for us last year to do it. And after that I saw like, okay, cool played there and a couple mm-hmm, of bands mm-hmm. play there. And I love that. I love seeing that because my, my doors at the place that I work at, I'll do a local show once a week. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I am all about trying to develop bands and put any band that I can on any show. And I understand that, like, I'm in a little bit of a different position than some of the other places. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I do get that. Like, you know, especially some of the bigger venues have different budgetary things like that. You know, like, I will gladly do local shows. Like, I just will. I just, and I will never stop ever. So. But if we can if we can continue to, to push boundaries and get people to do that, that's like that's like my number one goal with this band. That's why I constantly take on these stupid ass obstacles and challenges. <laughs> you know, because I know that headlining Thalia Hall for my band is the dumbest fucking thing in the world. But <laughs> at this at the same time, like I have to do it because I want to see that place do a local show, get like five hundred people out, and and have that promoter be like, "Damn, this is badass." I'm gonna do this all the time. And then when other bands email them that promoter will look at it differently and hopefully afford the same opportunity that was given to us you know
0: hell yeah um i was this was going to be the moment when i asked you to do plugs but that was just like a really good plug for that show so uh january 20th well, Italia yeah. hall um uh, where can people follow night spice or both of you as well on the internet so they can get uh all the info for that they can buy tickets. They can check out the singles when they drop. Uh, Instagram
2: we're... is usually always best.
0: In
3: my yeah. Opinion. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't because, do Like,
2: obviously, we have we, like we have a Spotify where you can listen to all the music uh, that we've put out so far. Um, there is a Facebook page. I mean, you type in Night Spice, it will come up. <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah, we have an official in,
3: website, too. We do? We, have an, we, we do. do. I used to put, like, Easter eggs on there. Like, our, our last record was on... The our actual website for a little bit our our last record was up on our actual yeah. website for two months before it was released. Oh my god! Yeah. And like, and like nobody anybody knew. that yeah nobody knew like other like random people knew they would like message yeah. me and be like yo Wait. what I'm like yeah. hey, you know you
2: you know you have a record on the website right? yeah
3: so like you know and it was cool because like when we played certain shows like people knew the songs already like I put it out in our mailing list like hey. The records on our website. If you want to check it out, go find it. And they did. So it worked. Um yeah. but but uh yeah, just Night Spice music on Instagram, um, Facebook, Spotify, like Mark said, you know, we just we try to do whatever yeah. we can on social personally, media, but I'm I'm terrible at this Personally
2: shit. personally, Kevin is very, very incognito on the social <laughs> media. He's there, he hangs out. But he doesn't really walk around too much. He's just, you know, he's kind of he's just kind of hanging out. So like when it comes to Kevin, like if you're trying to follow Kevin, you got to find him. Like you got to go look for him. Me, I'm all over the place. You want to find me? I'm I'm right there. So it's just like it's just like, you know, when it comes when it comes to Night Spice, the website, the Instagram, probably the the two places that you want to be checking the most. Mhm. Especially the Instagram. That's
3: the that, that's the most the most active, yep. you know. So but we'll be dropping new singles. We're going out with Alex, our buddy Alex Zarek, who we do all Thanks. our videos with, Hell yeah. and we're gonna do we're gonna do two videos um, really soon. Get them out there. We did just add some new band members to our band. Um, you know, want to give a shout out to our boy Teddy, who's been ride or die since day one. We love Teddy. Ted. <laughs> mad um, Teddy. yeah, Mad Teddy on Instagram, Mad Underscore Teddy. Love him. <laughs> yep. He's 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 like it's it's That's really weird cuz like there's like there's certain dudes that like I've been playing with for a long time and I've been playing with in bands with Ted for a long time but like Ted is such a he's such an organizer and like he when 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 he shows up to practice he helps us with our ears and all our shit and he's like a technical guy he should i I feel like if me and when me and Mark show up to practice without Ted it's just like the two stupidest guys doing absolutely nothing like nothing nothing will get done i'm i'm completely i'm completely professional by myself but then the second i get together with mark it's just like nothing gets done and then we're supposed to do anything i guess we got me and mark me and mark practiced once without ted And we didn't plug our ears in. We didn't do shit. We just, I just played bass and he played, you know, it was dumb as shit. So, you know, Ted, Ted showed up, Ted shows up at practice and shit gets done. And then we have, um, our buddy Lucas, who is in our band, but not in our band. It's really complicated. Um, he plays all our shows. He sings harmonies on all our records. He plays instruments and helps co-write music with me on everything But he refuses to be in music videos and he refuses to be in photos.
1: Okay. Sure.
3: So... Unofficial members. But if you you see him at our shows, like, he's there. He's always with us, you know? (laughs) So, but (laughs) but he's not in our band, and he's just like... I asked him why, and he said, because music videos suck, and because photos are fucking stupid. That was his response. I was (laughs) like, all right. (laughs) Like... like, i get all right, it man. You say, bud. he's not wrong whatever but
0: also I, well videos i do think are cool as a video person i'm like you gotta do the videos man like that's where you go look the coolest
3: he hates it so he said to once he's like i look stupid i don't want to be in a music video i was like all right man like i'm not even gonna argue with him because i've known him he's been like my best friend for 20 years yeah so like i know that i'm gonna lose this battle and <laughs> i don't he even shows care, up
2: honestly. and he rips it live and that's all we can ask yep. for. He
3: does. We we played a show without him the other day, and it sucked. And,
2: oh.
3: <laughs> you know, like, he's so important to our band. And he, it's weird. Like, you would think that a guitar player wouldn't be important because um, aside from this new record, there's been no guitars really on our recordings. It's been all keyboards. So it's like, how is a guitar player even important? And then he doesn't show up, and it, and, and you realize yeah. it's like very <laughs> fucking important. It makes no <laughs> sense. But And then we got uh, new guys. Uh, some live dudes, uh, we got Mike, who plays bass, he's fucking awesome, and then we got this guy, Christian, who's playing some guitars and some keyboards live, too, that's fucking awesome as well, so, very excited to get all them up there, at, well, Mike played. Mike's played a bunch of shows with us now, and he was in our video for the Golden Guys, um, which I called him on like two days' notice, like, hey, you want to be in this music video? He's like, fuck yeah, what do I wear? <laughs> you know, so. There you go. I was like, yeah, come on by, bro, and it worked out, so it was cool, but... Yeah, new shit's coming very excited about that
0: well sick uh yeah everybody who's listening everybody who's watching make sure you go check out night spice they're probably on the same platform you're checking this out on so go listen go watch go follow so that you can get some tickets and you know when all these new singles come out uh because yeah it sounds like 2024 is uh the year of the night spice and i think that that's uh oh did you hear the way he said that dude he said that just
2: like Oh, I, ha- thing. I had a friend who
0: uh i have a friend who we were always like uh you have to like add the spice and we would always say it as you yeah, add yeah. the spice and so you're
2: like uh, like yeah. as soon as i have read "nice spice the night I'm like, spice. Oh, spice. okay, so, okay night- so it's like so so it's like it's like uh uh hold on uh it, it's hard to explain like drumstick mm-hmm. yeah drumstick. The syllabic i call yeah. it
3: the syllabic emphasis. That's yeah. what I refer to. The emphasis so like, so wrong like syllable. Jimmy Jimmy John's subway. Yeah. Jimmy John. Garlic bread. Yeah. You know, like yeah. night nice spice. Nice spice. It has a yeah, little, that little that emphasis. Perfect.
2: Yeah, dude. Yeah dude. Taco Bell.
3: <laughs> the, the reverse. Taco Bell. <laughs> no, Taco, Taco Bell. bell. Ta- ta- you know? Know. <laughs> but, Taco Bell. Oh no. <laughs> so but yeah, no, we're uh, that's awesome. But yeah, no, um that's so cool. I like that. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh... I would say that 20, 2024 will be a cool year. Um, it'll be a year of pushing the envelope in a way that I didn't. That's all I want to do with this band is I want to continue to release music that makes people be like, "What the fuck are they doing? Like, what kind of <laughs> band even is this?" That's like, that's what I want. So hey,
2: are we are we locked in for that thing in the summer? Oh,
3: oh, oh. No, I mean we can't okay. talk about any of that shit. Oh. we but I. <laughs> no we just just shut the fuck up like <laughs> just put this...
0: it's a hint to keep an eye on the social yeah. media so you know but you summer... can let us know when
1: we wrap up this yeah. episode and it's no longer recording yeah once recording, we stop recording course. you tell us
0: what it is uh on, on, on
3: there's a lot
2: the of webs- there's on the website on the website yes yeah. <laughs> there's a lot
3: of there's a lot of really cool things that have been put in our way that i did not see coming recently Um, so like, I was just like, what the fuck? But anyway, so, (laughs) so we'll see what happens. Um, you know, like being, we, we've been a band now for, it's, it's weird. We recorded some, I recorded some shit, like I said, in the pandemic, but we, we, we officially, I consider our first real show was February, 2022 when we released the music and I sang because before that we played instrumentally Mm. and there was no singing, but, but like,
2: Hmm. The first show was X Ray Arcade, and that'll forever be the first show.
3: Yeah, but this is I I like
2: I like consider that nah. like to be preseason.
3: Nah. Nah. Nah, like we the there was no game. There was no vocals. There was no vocals. It was just us just jamming like some synthy weird shit, and There's it was cool.
2: Evidence that it happened. I mean, so. yeah, but it's preseason.
3: <laughs> preseason, but yeah, you know, like I don't know. I consider the first Night Spy show officially to be February twenty twenty two because
2: February 11, that was when 2022 what a day yeah
3: that's when we released the, the music with vocals in it and shit like that and really actually started to do this you know so even though we did some really fucking cool shit before that it was pretty one of
2: our cool one of our coolest shows one of the best responses we got was when you and I did that two piece with lucky boys yeah yeah that was cool man. yeah i will i will
3: say i will say that like that is a band that i have a lot of admiration and respect for one of my favorite bands in the world. They just played Concord. Um and we last played night, a right? bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we played a bunch of really yeah. cool shows with Lucky Boys Confusion. We played with the Metro last year. Uh yeah. this year. This year? I don't fucking even know what day it <laughs> was is. This year. But oh yeah. Was this year. Back in May. It all back runs in May. together. Yeah. May 5th or May 6th or some shit. One of those days. But Something like that. Whatever, <laughs> yeah, we played we played a couple shows with Lucky Boys Confusion. Now love them dearly. Stuby is one of our biggest supporters. The um, yeah, he's he's the shit. So love that dude. Thank you, Stuie. If you watch this, I'm gonna I send you doesn't. this link. So you're gonna fucking. I'm gonna make sure you watch this shit bit. I, I hope <laughs> it does.
1: Fun fact: I actually booked Lucky Boys back in my undergraduate, back in the day, way back in nice. the day. Where at North Central College?
2: Oh yeah? yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's that. I was like, I was like, 2015
1: to 2017.
3: Okay, that's their turf. That's like their, you know, that's their. Oh, I know. I, I also do
1: worked with AM Taxi and I booked the Walters oh. there. You know, before they blew Fuck up yeah. and everything. So that's my bragging yeah, right. Awesome.
3: <laughs> Book, do you still do any shows like that? Book us in the suburbs. I want to see how the suburbs <laughs> like, like the Spice. I don't know if they're gonna. Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna work out.
1: Don't worry. I'm a. <laughs> I run a coll- I run a college radio station in a different suburb now so maybe uh,
3: okay okay fuck yeah we'll, we're down for whatever obviously so <laughs> can't but yeah um i was trying to think of any other people or bands that we could thank on this so other people <laughs> can check out that shit but i really got nothing well uh other than, other than marina city who's playing at that play always check out marina
0: city, city. Like, yeah <laughs> always check out marina city um well yeah i
2: but what about that band Marina City at Valley Hall on January 6th? Oh, Yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah.
0: What a what a what a ticket. <laughs> what a
1: bill. What a bill.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, we'll go ahead. We'll call it there. Uh thank you everyone for cool. checking out uh the episode. Make sure you're checking out Night Spice after this. And uh Kevin and Mark, thank you so much for hanging out with us.
1: Yeah, thanks thank guys. You.
3: Absolutely appreciate you guys. Yeah, so thank you so much for having us.
0: Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. If you wouldn't mind rating it five stars on any uh, I did it again if you wouldn't mind rating it five stars on any podcasting platform you're listening to it on and remember to vote for us for the best of Chicago 2023 in the Chicago Reader all of those links are in our show notes
1: yeah just make sure to also go and follow us so you don't miss any other updates that we have coming up 2024 uh, should be the year of the emo social club
0: it's time uh yeah we'll be back next week with another episode. And uh, from all of us here at the Emo Social Club, I'm Brian
1: and I'm Lizzie. Goodbye. Hey.
0: Are you waiting to see if I say something else? Yeah. Cool. I'm not going to. <laughs> Welcome. I'm uh, I'm bumping the mic. Hold on. Don't do this. Don't. Do this. I'm moving it.